I'd like to argue that having something like air conditioning like yourself and it doesn't work is more demoralizing than just not having it. I agree with that 100%. I feel like you have this service for a specific reason. And if it's not working, um, makes it pretty much pointless to have that service to begin with. Couldn't agree it's more. Like, it's like phones in Wyoming. I said Wyoming because it's the middle of nowhere. Wyoming very much could have cell service. I don't know. Here's a question that was posed. Uh, I think it was on the radio that I heard. Um, if, if, you know, because of, um, because of Toronto's continued failures in the NHL, well, what if Trudeau just decides, hey, we're going to march the Mounties down and see how far we can get, how many states we can take? How long or how far, I should say, do you think they could get? Because there, it is a wide border. Where are they coming? In? Where did they enter? Let's start there. Because if you're saying like, oh, they crossed the Niagara River, they're not getting farther than the Niagara River. But if they cross like the middle of nowhere, Minnesota, North Dakota, Montana, they're going to get pretty far. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. Now, I'd argue also that everybody out there has guns. I, I also agree with that. Mounties are no joke, though. I, it's one of those things where it's like, yes, the gun sophistication very much favors the random people of the United States. But at the same time, you're also talking about a police force that, or a military force that is probably more well-skilled and more coordinated than the random people of the United States. Okay. See, that makes perfect sense. Um, I hate when you bring logic into this because I didn't think, like, let's say if they came into Wisconsin, they wouldn't even get halfway down the state. I also agree with that. They'd be smoked. I mean, you're right. They're going to, they'd have to like infiltrate where nobody's at. And then just like catch people like, uh, like, um, Angela speaking up on Dwight. Got him. The only way they get anywhere is if they, they were to surprise us. So I agree with that. It's just, it's one of those things. You just got to look at it. They only have, where one, are they coming into? They only have one good rapper. I don't know. They do have a lot of good hockey players. I have one of what is that? Poutine with the stuff on the fries, cheese curds, gravy, and like uh, bacon bits or something. Okay. Cheese curds. I love, I love poutine. Honestly, poutine may be the greatest thing that has come across this border. Okay. Okay. And I, I, you can, people can use that and say that I'm exaggerating. That's fine. I still think it's the greatest thing to come across the border. I mean, if you're that in with it, then I see no problem with putting that above Drake. I love poutine. Absolutely I love it. Drake too. I, He's only had one bad album, and it's when he shared it with that British dude who was disgusting at rap. His name's Giggs. Disgusting. Who are, are what? I was talking about the food. I know you were talking about the best thing to come from Canada. Oh, oh, yeah. I was expanding sure. on your on your thesis statement. Yeah, well, sure you want to do that with that reference. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tim, any, oh, Tim Hortons. I'll argue that. I love Tim Bits. That's, you can argue. You can argue Tim Hortons. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna die on that hill as much as I died on the. I'm dying on the uh, poutine hill. All right. Well, let me. I feel like I feel like poutine is much more just tasty. 
Let me pause. It'll, it'll put you in an, into an immediate coma. And I don't really know what else you expect from food. Okay. Well, let me try something really quick before we get too deep into this. I'm going to stop this one because when your sound is coming out of my computer, I don't yeah. want it going right back into my microphone. Okay. And I'm very fearful that it's doing so. Okay. Stop the God, God bless. God bless Stu Finer, first of all. Um, yeah, I know that he's not on your favorite list of people right now, but the reason why I brought him up was because I had a handicapper follow me. Just like one of these, you know, tens of thousands of Twitter accounts that are now like, you know, money line goat, and then they say their record and how much it no gambler 74%. No gambler. I honestly think that says you. I think the best gambler in the world is like 55%. I think you're right there, yeah. Because Vegas is so good. Like, if you if you got a 55% gambler, I I mean, I put my mortgage in it. I mean, you're that that's I, I agree uh, with that. It, even st- with with all the with all the amount of things that we can do on our own now, Stu Finer's admitted like with the amount of people that are in here and the amount of technology, like the bookie is slowly becoming a dying breed because it's now for people that are just way too lazy or have way too much money. Right. Um, it's not for people like you and me, where I'm putting yeah. $50 down. I have to be putting like 5000 down. So I think it's, I think, I think at the end of the day, too, it's also safer, right? Because then you don't have like people like looking for like yeah. debts and coming at you that way. That's true. They only let you deposit money that you actually have and can create right. your bank account. Cause once you're in deep with a bookie, now, like, maybe they're a loan shark or their brother's a loan shark, something like that, then you're just going to break your kneecaps. Right. So that's that's kind of – if there's a spin to it from a gambling perspective, it's that. It's that going through, like, an actual sports book allows you to use money that you have and not use money that you don't have. This isn't like a, this isn't like a credit card. This is, like, a very serious – no, welcome that, to the jungle now. That makes perfect sense. And um, for those of you that don't know, this is the DH podcast, and this will be out to you on six eleven. That'd be Friday. We've got golf, college basketball, NFL, boxing, fighting, NBA, NHL, a little bit of MLB, but that's mostly just to make fun of people. So, are we are we really going to do boxing? Really. Um, I wanted to do two things. Are they what I think they are? Um, I didn't really want to talk about the fight because I think everybody's exhausted. The, the, the fight that was just a hugging match. I don't really think anybody um, has to worry about that. Uh, a couple of things that I didn't want to bring up is that I keep telling myself that these fights aren't going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I mean by that is like Logan, when he called out Floyd Mayweather, I was I like laughed it off. I was like, no way in hell this has any chance whatsoever, even if Floyd is going to make a hundred mil because it'll embarrass him. And now I say the same thing, like Jake Paul, who is a better boxer, um, called out Canelo. Like I, in my brain, my, my mental mass says this should never happen. This will never happen. But the problem is with those two dudes, I've been proven wrong on that front so many times. I feel like I'm just, I'm on the wrong side of history here. I, I feel like you're right, but at the same time, I also am going to caution you and say Canelo is not Floyd Mayweather in the sense that Floyd Mayweather will enjoys doing these, I'll call it at this point, a, plebis, a plebis, uh, why can't I say this word today? 
publicity stunt. Competency. Seriously, it's, it's a problem for me sometimes. Um, that was that boxing match with, with Jake Paul. That's what it was. It was a publicity stunt. So I feel like if we're going to start anywhere, we're going to start there. And that's my biggest issue right now. Also, uh, and I don't think Canelo can do that. No, no, I don't think he really wants to. I don't think he cares enough about that. Um, also side note, a little breaking news. Um, not really a surprise to anybody, but out in uh stick puck world is that, uh, the blue jackets promoted their assistant coach, Brad Larson to head coach. So eighth coast in, in the, uh, in the franchise taking over, um, arguably one of the angriest people of all time in torts, but you know what? See how it goes. Only a three-year contract, nothing crazy. Not getting numbers right now, unfortunately. Let me see how much this boy's getting paid. (laughs) Things are looking up there. That's valid. That's valid. Um, Now, what? I don't. (laughs) You know what? I'm just going to wait to drop that on you later. Let's stick to the NHL. You're not happy. Of course, of course, you're waiting for me to for me to drop this later. No, 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 no. No, I want you to go first. I need you to go first. I don't want to do. I, I, I want to. I want you to let your piece out, and then I'll let my piece out. I don't really. I, I obviously I don't have nearly as much of a piece as you. I thought that you know, even if you're in taking the Knights versus uh, Colorado, I don't think there was any second round series more exciting. Um, I did expect it to go seven. It sucks that it did not go seven. Um, even just for the electric chair factor, but, um, I, I don't know. There, there are a lot of hockey terms that I, I want to throw out, you know, circle the puck guy on his head, but I will say, I think one of the toughest things for the Bruins was the four goals and 13 shots. I mean, that was just, that was just ridiculous. So that's my piece. I also don't think that he's the one to blame. There's, there's plenty of other people on the bench, on the ice. There's a coach. You know, one guy can't do it all in hockey. You can do that in basketball. You can sometimes do that in football. Can't do it in hockey. So, can't put all the blame on Tuca. It's you shouldn't. So, I I don't know what people want from me here. Because I know you agree with that. So, I don't I don't think that do people want me to fight you on that. No. No. Um. I've gone back and forth on this for the last, oh, we're not even at 24 hours. Christ almighty. Um, 22 and a half. Since I, I, I think there's, there's blame everywhere in this scenario, right? Because if, if you just look at the Bruins game for a whole, um, defensively, they aren't defensemen. They're just not. They're stick handling guns. Someone convinced me otherwise that my defense actually played defense last night. All of them. Tuca, literally all six defensemen. Anyone can convince me that they did. I don't believe that they did. Um, in my opinion, the only two people that showed up last night were Brad Marchand for scoring two power play goals, which is just a participation trophy, truthfully. 
Well, he did. He showed up. He did what he was supposed to do. He scored two power play goals. Again, that's a participation trophy in this world. Um, See, now, now you're just ragging on him because he can. There are plenty of teams that can't do shit off the power play. It's true. Uh, they were. It was Brad Marchand, in my opinion, Charlie McAvoy. Um, yes, he's a defenseman. I'm still going to rat him. He, he had a good and bad game at the same time. Um, I mean, look, do I think Tuka played his best game? No, of course they don't. He let in 20, he saved 23 of 27 shots in a, in a game six when you're facing elimination. That's not going to get the job done no matter where it is. Um, You, you can't expect to win games when you get, what was it, like two shots on goals in the last 10 minutes of the game and Dude, none in the last five? I don't know what it was. It, they didn't look tired. They just looked defeated. Every, every time they tried to get a shot on goal, it was ended up getting blocked. It was ended up getting uh, deflected somewhere. Or they just never actually took a shot on goal. So, so to me, it's one of – or it just went wide altogether. Um, so this, I mean, how good that team was though, in the sense that everybody, um, and I know you're right on and they, in, in a sense, do deserve it, but everybody after game five had already put them through to game seven. They were like, Oh, this is an automatic game seven. Like we're, we're rocking. I didn't hear one person outside of Borelli's saying that they were going to get, you know, go finish it off in game six. The, the, so they're, they're just going to be right back there next year. You you and I did not have a conversation before about this before then. No, we didn't. Because I publicly said on Twitter they were losing. You did? Yeah. Well, I, I, said, on tw- I said on Twitter that they were losing. You tweet more than I do, and I tweet a lot. So I was talking to our dear friend Tommy Krogs. Yeah. Uh, it was on Tuesday. At five o'clock, and I said, "Well, at least my team is still playing in meaningful hockey for another thirty-six hours, at least." <laughs> yeah, that that blue series, we we barely even touched on it. That's just because how disgusting it was. I mean, it, it's it was both sides of the coin. We're just we're just gonna move on. It's not yeah, even worth our time. Not even worth our time. Good. Gonna gonna save T. Krogs the uh, the embarrassment of having to talk about his hockey team again. But I mean, look. If you look at it from a from a wider lens that this is, right now the only thing that the Bruins can really hang their hat on is the fact that they went to Game 7 with the St. Louis Blues, still lost. Yes. Since their current general manager took over six years ago. Okay. Now, with this current general manager, they still, they've had the same core, which is Rask, Bergeron, Marchand, Pasternak, Krejci been those five those five have been the consistent yes feet bolt mcavoy to the six have been the feet bolt legs in this in this thing and the farthest that they have gone is game seven of the stanley cup finals haven't won went to the final once and for the last two years have gone out in the second round in very um oh that's the right word i want to use for this um, adult diapery fashion. Mm. So mm. I, I think I think overall they need to do a very serious look in the mirror because now you have Krejci up for a con- for up for free agency. You have Taylor Hall up for free agency. You have 
Tuka Rask up for free agency. And that's just the big three that are going to get five if you're lucky. Uh, so it, that's that's kind of how you have to look at it and just say, where do we go from here? Because right now the Bruins are very much set up for their downturn that they had in the early 2000s where they were dead last in the Eastern Conference because they weren't prepared for phase two of their rebuilding spree. And that's kind of where they're looking right now. And uh, unless they do something drastic, like, I don't know, been saying this for two days now, fire Don Sweeney, bring in Jeff Gordon. I, I, I'm, very, I'm very afraid for what the future of the Boston Bruins is going to look like because the decor looks absolutely pathetic. Swayman is new, which I like Swayman. He, he, he did a very good job for us at the end of the regular season, but he's new. He's a rookie. He's not, he's, I need more from him. Okay. And he should have been given a shot and he wasn't, but that's a different conversation. Bergeron's 36, Marchand's 33. Pasternak's 25 by some miracle. But it's, but it's like the two guys that are your cornerstones right now are, are, are in their 30s. They're on the wrong side of 30 and going that way quickly. I think they have two years. And then the third year, I think Bergeron's going to retire. I think Marchand's not far behind him if he does, if, you, if they leave together. And, and that's where, – where are the Bruins then? Where are they? At least in the you public one, eye. I mean, one guy. At least in the public eye, I think that uh, they – a lot of people think that Pasternak is taking that that top dog job along with uh, Brad. So, I mean, he is. That, that's they call it the perfection line or the erection line, depending on who you listen to, for a reason. The latter. They call it that for a reason because it's Bergeron, Marchand, and Pasternak, and they will show up ninety-seven percent of the time, annoyingly for other teams and. When one of them goes, and it's Bergeron, because Bergeron's 36. Yeah. I when he thought. goes, that's it. You don't have anybody to replace him. You, Krejci's not going to replace him because Krejci's 35. So then after that, you have Charlie Coyle, who is a mystery. Sean Corrali, who is another mystery. Yeah, but Coyle will get that shot at top dog, though. No, he, he shouldn't. Nothing well, he did this year is, is, has made me say, yeah, he's going to be the heir apparent. Because nothing – two years ago, yes, 100% agreed. Now, no idea. No, I don't want him anywhere near the top line. I mean, I never said he deserved it. I'm, I'm just – I agree with you. I 100% agree with you. I'm just saying that's where I am, is yeah. that I'm looking at this and saying, holy snikes, where are we? Not in Kansas anymore. We're not. We're not anywhere, and that's it's just terrifying, honestly. It's just terrifying. So, um, on a side note, though, to, like, continue this, um, Kucherov is absolutely nuts. The, the, man, yeah. the man is I, – I truly don't know what, like, what he's on, but and I'm going to look up his uh, – I'm going to look at the stat line, but holy shit. Guy's been going nuts. Yeah, he has. He's and, and and there's some there's some questions about, you know, 
how they were able to do this. I'm just, I'm just going to put this straight to you. Tampa cheated the system. Am I mad Tampa cheated the system? No, of course not. I'm not because this is genius by them. And I, and I would wish the Bruins did it too. But he didn't play the whole year. He was rehabbing and then comes back in the playoffs and the, the salary cap doesn't count towards the playoffs. So instead of being over the cap, which they should be, mm-hmm. they are fine and skating free with, with all of their healthy guys. So they, they played the long game in this, and they didn't care that they were in a worse spot position-wise because they knew it was going to pay off in the end because they were going to get Kucherov back. And, and it's an absolutely brilliant move, and I can't I, I, I have to respect it. I cannot hate it, and that's what pisses me off about it. You want to hate it because you, you wish that your team had done it. Exactly. That's why I, I can't hate it. I can't because this is – I wish we did this. I don't know with who because we're just a ball of bubble wrap and traffic cones, but I wish we thought of this. Yeah, so let me let me throw some stats at you. Last year when they won the Stanley Cup, um, they had 25 postseason games. Yeah. Uh, within that, he had 34 points and 92 shots on goal. That's a, that is not a good shooting percentage at all. It's an under an 8%. Rough. Now, we, he's only playing, only played 11 games this postseason, already has 18 points, so he's on pace to break this already. Mm-hmm. And he's only taken 32 shots, which is over double his um, effectiveness percentage from last season. So he, he's making smarter decisions, and that's not good for anybody. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's, I, I mean, I know that they won it last year. I don't care. They are so fun to watch. It's, yeah. I, I, I think we, I think we're going to see them go farther. It's one more because as we get into the conference final now, yeah, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be super honest with you, man. I just want to see, uh, I, I just want to see Tampa Bay, Colorado. I don't care. Um, you know what? Honestly, I'm going to differ. I'm going to differ a little bit. Okay. And this is this this was a very hard series for me because um, my mom's side of the family are massive Islander fans, and I'm pretty much on my own little private Idaho in my family. Um, and uh, I, I'm the only Bruins fan. So, so I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still upset that the Bruins lost the Islanders, but now I'm kind of in the Islander bandwagon. I want, I want the, the last season of the Coliseum, the historic place where the Islanders won four, three or four or whatever the hell they won. Mm-hmm. I want them to do it. I really want them to do it. So I, I I'm going to take a look at the prices but I think I'm going to do Islanders to win the series against the Lightning because I think the Islanders do a really good job of playing the long game and not the um, – well, they do a good job game to game, but I think they do a much better job at the, at the, the quote-unquote the long game, dragging out series where they shouldn't. And I think you're getting into a position where you're seeing two – the greatest goalie right now in the NHL and Andre Vasilevsky, 
versus the highest goalie in the playoffs right now, which is Semyon Varlamov. And those two are going to go out of this series, and that's going to be a lot of fun for everybody. Now, who wins? I don't know. My money right now is going to be on the Islanders because I want that. I want this story to continue. Okay. So Anyways. I want I want Islanders Colorado because I also think that would be a fun series for everybody because that's going to be a loud hitting, in your face, aggressive. We might see a couple fights in the Stanley Cup Finals game series. Yeah. So that'll be fun for me. Do you think that? Uh, any of the Bruins games were a ref show? It's it's hard to say no. It really is, just based on what we saw last night with the McAvoy hit. Um, well, that's, that's what prompted me to, to ask you about that. It's, it's really hard for me to say no, but it's one of those things where it's I really, and this is going to come as a surprise to a lot of people, I really dislike, as much as I do it, and I hate that I do it, truthfully, I really dislike the conversation of, well, the rest cost us that game. I really hate that conversation because there's so many things that you can point to and be like, no, you cost your game because of this, this, and this. And that's kind of how I have viewed every Bruins game, but it's one of those things at the same time where I'm like, how did that not get called? Or... How is it that the Bruins had 12 minutes of penalties and the Islanders only had six or something like that? Like, what, where is the discrepancy? Now, again, I'm not going to say that the Bruins didn't have stupid, stupid penalties because they did. Yep. But I, I don't like the overall conversation of the rest cost us a series because I, I, I just don't believe that that's a thing. I think you cost yourself a series by doing little things. And little things win series and little things win championships. And if you can't do the little things, like stay out of the box, don't take a stupid penalty, um, stop being an idiot, you're not going to win. So that's kind of where I am. Yeah, I mean, that's a difficult one because it's, it, it's not fun for me because I hate having that conversation. But at the same time, it's one of those things where – I understand where the argument is coming from, but at the end of the day, no, I don't think the Bruins lost this series because of the refs. I think they lost it because of their decor is a fucking embarrassment. But also at the same time, I look at this and say, the Islanders did get away with stuff. I will say that's what it is. Hockey, hockey, Twitter, hardo hockey, Twitter is one of the worst. Just like where, where you get people and, you know, what I got some of my best friends that are in on this that are, you know, they go to most Blue Jackets games and they're just in the trenches and they're arguing. The problem is nobody's going to believe you or give a shit about what you say. Because if somebody's not trolling and they're actually being serious, then there's a great chance the other person is trolling. And that's the yeah. same with like unwritten rules, baseball, Twitter, and like golf rules to it. It's always like the rules because hockey is like, this is going to sound dumb, but hockey is wildly different. Like when a ref has to make a call on the fly on the ice at, you know, supersonic speed compared to, Oh, now we're able to slow it down to see like his facial expression almost. So it, it literally puts the game into an entirely different context when things are slowed down. And that only means fighting. Only means fighting. 
Well, then out in out in the out in the West, just for pure chaos, I want Montreal. <laughs> what do you give them? You're not going to give them the Western Conference trophy. What do you give them? Like, what trophy do you give them? I think you have to. I think you have to do it. Then they become the most obscure trivia reference of all time. Who is the only team to win both the Eastern Conference Trophy and the Western Conference Trophy in any sport? Yeah. That's, an, that's obscure. It's very cool. It, it's literally, it's the, the Astros of hockey. <laughs> oh. Because the, the Astros won the NL title at one point. Yes. Yeah. Just super weird, too. Um, I, I did want to bring this up, so I'll get this out of the way. Uh, did you see Alex Bregman get absolutely dog walked? Uh, truthfully, I did not. By a fan? Truthfully, I did not. I should have, but I did not. So, as you well know, but the Astros played the Red Sox past few days, and Astros were at Fenway. And these kids are like, oh, my God, oh, my God, like, let me take a picture with you. Let me take a picture with you. And he turns around to, like, take the picture with them. And they go, oh, no, like, we met somebody else, not the cheater. <laughs> these are teenagers, absolutely ruthless teenagers. And he was like, oh, I just walk away. I mean, that's all you can do. You can't yell at teenagers because then it makes it worse. So I'd argue he did the smart thing and just walked away. But that's true. Also, you know, either way you lose, lose. Because the optics of just walking away from a bunch of teenagers is disasterly. So It's not good. It's not good. That was, uh, that was one of my favorites. I think, and it, this is crazy to say, Bregman still has not had the worst week out of, out of baseball players yet. Do you know who has had the worst week of baseball players? Um, I believe his uh, name rhymes with pole. <laughs> exactly. A man that just... Like, not even plead the fifth, just just admitted by silence to doing uh, to doing what was that stick him? I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a little bit of an out. I'm gonna give him a little bit of an out because because of the way that he answered the question of being like, I don't want to violate the trust that is the alumni of baseball, right? Like he didn't want to out anybody specifically or say like I've never done this. When, when someone's going to be like, yeah, you have. I taught you how to do it. I at least respect him a little bit for that. Yeah, I mean, at the same time, he could have said – he could have been like, no, I've never done it. Right, like, but he's not going to lie, right? Like, he's he just should. not going to. He should, but he's not going to because then if someone calls him out for it, that'll, that'll hang around his neck forever. Well, you can't prove – like, it, 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 I guess people can, like, go back and watch every game he's ever pitched, but it's not I like mean, you. Uh, it's one of those things. It's one of those things, though, where it's like it turns into the um, the steroid era, where like McGuire lied to Congress about this. Yes, and, and just, that still hangs around him. You also you you want a trivia question? That's a trivia question right there. What is? <laughs> Who's the only baseball player to lie to Congress? Yeah. Jesus. But that's I. I don't know. It's. But that's my point, right? Like he doesn't want to just come out and lie because someone, because then when he's like, it gets proven that he actually like used it. He looks like an idiot. So he's trying not to 
disparage the integrity that is old baseball because old baseball will have him by the neck. He's trying not to um, end friendships, I guess is the better word, but it's like, that was my only question because why else would he give a shit about old baseball? Nobody cares about those writers. No, but like Verlander would kill him. Not saying that Verlander has done it, but like he's, he's still good friends with Verlander. I was going to say, he's, well, Verlander's already a proven cheater. So. Right. That's a different conversation. But I'm just saying, like, that's like that's the only person that immediately pops in my head that's like, okay, he did it for him. Because, like, you can, like, go back into, like, Garrett Cole's history and be like, you know, he, he did better on this team after he started using Sikkim. So, therefore, it was this team that used it. And I'm not, I'm not saying that that's what happened, but – it's not not what happened. It's not not, but and this, I don't know. It, it even if you just stopped using it, it's not like a PED where it's staying in your system for a few weeks. So they can't even test him. Like he could be like, "No, I didn't use it," or he can say, "Maybe I used it, maybe I didn't." And then, but you can get tested for it. How there was a there was a story that came out I think two days ago where it was like a pitcher was going through TSA like the day like the day like the night that he pitched. Okay. And like they, he got like buzzed by security or whatever. And they like did like the wipe down and everything, like the touching and the wipe down of your hands and everything. They said they found bomb making materials on his hands. Who was it? I, I, it was an unnamed player. Uh, But like, that's how dangerous the stuff that they're using. I did not know that. Also, I don't know if this is you, but I get wildly fearful when I go into those things that like I, that somebody like planted something on me. I don't know. Well, considering that I've been through TSA multiple times and have been touched by them multiple times. Oh yeah, they've gotten to know me quite well. If you if you don't know, if you're a listener and you have no idea who I am, to summarize this, I have the worst luck of all time going through TSA. Like, I absolutely. If I can avoid it at all costs, I will avoid flying. I know you will. That's fine. Or it's either going to be one of two things. Either I bring you out of it or you drag me back down. <laughs> That's also fair. And you're taking the latter, I feel like. so Probably. That's – yeah, I forgot my driver's license one time. And boy, did they feel me up at like 5 in the morning. Whew. And I tried to yeah, make – of course they did. Tried to make a joke. I was like, I bet this is not how you wanted to start your morning. And they just didn't. You shouldn't, you shouldn't. You should not make jokes with them. They didn't even say anything. I was like, dude. You should. You should. Just should not, not make jokes with them. Not, they are. They are not a joke worthy people. I didn't know that I was talking to alien. Versus- not that. Not that I don't love their services. And not that I don't think that they're that what they do is great for America. I'm just. Yeah. Saying, yeah. Yeah. That's, Whatever. They're not. They're not one. They don't like jokes that much. No, they don't. They don't like fun either. But that's a different, a different point, I guess. Well, that's a different conversation. Um, where are we at here? See, we got some beautiful places that we can go. Um, we've got the NFL, got NBA, college basketball, college football, golf. What are you feeling? <sighs> we got stuff everywhere. I really don't want to talk about the NBA because the NBA at this point is just like, all right, I'm waiting for Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving to go to the finals. Okay, well, I want to – Should I be waiting for anybody else? I don't think so. 
Well, I, there is a Western Conference. <laughs> is there though? Is there? Um, Trey Young is fun as hell to watch. He's easily the most fun player in these playoffs to watch. It is electric city every time. I don't care for the first series was against the Knicks. You shut up. That was fun. Um, he's still very good. So I very fun to watch him. Embiid, if he can stay healthy, I do think the 76ers have a snowball's chance in hell out of getting out of this one. So they they came back late game one, still lost by four, but they were down by over 20 uh, in the second half. So they showed that they can hang. They won game two by, I don't think it was like 11 or 12 points, somewhere in that zone, maybe eight. But they know they can do it now. If Embiid stays healthy, this team's going places. He's just air humping all over the court. It's it is an electric show, and I'm all here for it. So, anything that Embiid's doing, I'm in. I will say, if you noticed, both teams that were in the Western Conference Finals, um, well, actually, sorry, three out of the four teams that were in both the Western and Eastern Conference Finals are already eliminated: the Heat, the Celtics, the Lakers, and the Nuggets are still hanging on. But I think the Suns are going to take that one home. So yeah, I agree. I think what that says is these, this has got to be one of the most restful off seasons of all time. Last season was only eight weeks. That's two months of off season. That's not nearly enough. And you, you literally have seen that all these teams that went deep gone quick. The engine just ran out of fuel. Now yep. it makes it the engine ran out of fuel, probably for the Lakers, but for the heat, it wasn't a bubble, so they're not good. And the Celtics are just – they weren't good this year. So, Well, I, I think the engine ran out of fuel for them, for at least the, the Lakers, for a different reason, right? They were just hurt. Not, not necessarily for playing too many games. I think it was just that they were hurt. Yeah, and also, um, did you know that Jokic is the first MVP to play every game of the season? But it's also an asterisk because we only had 72 games. Yeah. So don't get me wrong, 72 out of 82 is impressive. Kawhi Leonard wouldn't know what that is if it hit him in the face. Um, True. And and speaking of that, um, I think it's it's good to note here that the Clippers, and Paul George especially, got his first Staples Arena playoff series win before LeBron James. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. God, I love demoralizing stats. And LeBron has been catching a whole hell of a lot of slander. If he just didn't talk about his movie in that post-game press conference, he would have been fine. If he just never mentioned the movie, he would have been totally fine. Yeah, you're right. I think so. That, that's, just, that's just me. I, I don't know. And then uh, the last thing that I had for the NBA is that Kemba wants out, Boston wants his out wants him out as well. So now we've got a weird, um, you know, the office, Andy Bernard, Dwight, Michael, all pointing guns at each other because now these other teams know that he wants out and that Boston wants him out as well. So now they're going to underbid for everything. Well, I don't necessarily know what you mean by an underbid, right? Because that contract is massive where they're going to have to match salary for salary. So you're still looking at like a Kristaps Porzingis. You're still looking at a mm. Al Horford type. You're still looking at 
someone who is a bigger name with a big salary that could use a change of scenery. Um, if you're the Celtics, you want a big man and you want a big man who can rebound. And I'm not necessarily sure that KP is the answer to that. I think Alford is more the answer to that. But at the same time, you need somebody on the inside and you haven't had that for a long time. Russell Westbrook's better. But you also have bigger issues. You, you also have bigger fish to fry right now than that. So Romeo Langford is the greatest point guard of all time. He will take us. <laughs> but no, I, I texted you this. And I still believe it's true that I have been on actually ever since James Harden won MVP because I have his like limited edition body armor somewhere in this apartment for ungodness reason. I won it off Twitter. I've only won two things off Twitter. That was one. Um, That's also two more things than I've won off Twitter. That when this, when he won MVP, I don't think that Clint Capella got enough credit. And now we're seeing Clint Capella get a little bit of the shine. I've wanted him on the Celtics forever. Now, the problem is he doesn't need a change of scenery. He probably doesn't want a change of scenery, but I want him. I want Clint Capella bad. Now, you would need a second person, but Clint Capella does not demand. Well, he probably does demand Kemba money, actually. Okay, so Kemba signed four years, 141 with the Celtics. And oh yeah, Mike Capella is only twenty-seven, so his contract was five years, ninety million. Yeah, oh my god, that's so much easier. Big man can rebound. I mean, you were talking about Russell Westbrook rebounds better than Chris Dabbs does, and he's healthier. So whatever. Yeah. Do you have, any, do you have anybody that you? Because I I don't see many people fitting this job only because I really don't know how. Brad is going to operate. I couldn't tell you what the fuck he's going to act like. Right now, I got three names. I got um, <clears throat> Carol Lawson and Becky Hammond, because I think Brad will go outside the box. And I've got um, Jason Kidd. <laughs> no, I have Sam Cassell. Yes. No, sorry, I was talking about players. But, you know, you, know, you and I, um, you had a lot more play – or not player. You had a lot more coaches' names on your board than I did. You had, I think, seven or eight. Now, a couple of those were like you just knew they, they weren't going to get picked. But regardless, I, uh, I did not have that many. So, Yeah, I, I think, you know, they're doing a wide and extensive search, so you can pretty much start anywhere. We've already seen, you know, name, names leak out from Lowe's. You've got um, the whole list. I think he tweeted it truthfully, but it's not It's not like the actual whole list. It's like most of the list. Um, you've got Chauncey Billups, Darvin Ham, Charles Lee, Jamal Mosley, Ime Oduka, you're also going to have plenty more. Um, I think Dan Tony's on the list, even though I swear Dan Tony's just a recipe for disaster. Um, Better than Tibbs. Better than Tibbs. Well, sorry. You- what, are you, what are you saying? T- Tibbs took him to the playoffs this year, and the Knicks did, are not worthy of being a playoff team. I just I amended it. He said second year and on. We've been saying that forever. If Tibbs could go around and coach every team once – for a full season, I think he might have 
five championships. <laughs> That's fair. James would be asking LeBron to play 40 minutes again. No, he would have he would have five first round outs. <laughs> let's let's get this right. Let's let's get this right. What's the, what's the farthest he's ever gone in the uh, in the playoffs as a head coach in the NBA? Got to be with the Bulls, right? It is the conference finals in his first year with the Bulls. Knew it. But that I think he had Rose that year though. Yeah, and I think, that, I think that was a really pushing Rose hard year. Yeah, that was a 62. That was that's what he did with Bobby Portis this year. And Julie, no, not Julie. Right? Not Bobby Portis. Julius Randle was the yeah. answer. Not Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis, I think, is on the Julius Randle needs a nap. Bobby Portis is on the Bucks. That was a very bad answer by me. You want to talk about a team that stinks. <laughs> yeah, they look bad right now. I mean, I, I, I can't tell. I honestly just think the Nets are that good. I really do. I couldn't tell, truthfully. I couldn't tell if, the, if it was that the Nets are that good or if it was that everyone else just stinks. I do Never. think all, as well that um, everybody's been talking about it. I think that these Nets would lose to the 2017 Warriors, the one with Kevin Durant on it. So you, okay. had, you had two Kevin Durant teams facing off. I say that only because of supporting cast, because I think I think that Blake Griffin and also a little bit of Drummond can handle Draymond. They would need to do it together. They cannot do it alone. They need to do it together. I think Clay is far better, and nobody should ever argue this. Uh, and Joe Harris wouldn't argue it either. Clay's much better than Joe Harris. Steph can keep up with Kyrie. I mean, Durant would obviously just guard Durant. So I think it's going to come down to that that like uh three spot with clay so healthy clay is easily one of my favorite players in the league fuck it let's have the Celtics get him i'm sorry i'm laughing at the uh the sports boston station that i'm watching right now made a pie chart and then made a graph chart about uh who's to blame in boston and the thing is literally and the thing is literally said too much blame for a pie chart (laughs) oh god (laughs) I was gonna say, can they not all read pie charts? Is that not a thing? No, no. It's just it was it was gonna be wasn't gonna equal one hundred percent. For emphasis, shout out Drake Josh. Did you shout see out, that? Uh, well, let's not let's not shout out Drake. We're only gonna shout out Josh. Wait, what happened to Drake Bell? Is he a bad person? Yeah. Oh shit! Disavow. What happened? Did you did you not did you not see this? No, I didn't see anything. Oh, you should you should look it up. The only thing I know was that like this is this is not fit for a broadcast space. Uh, well, it's taken me a lot of willpower not to drop a c word in here, so I guess I'll. <laughs> God, I wish I could screenshot that face. Just just out of nowhere. No. Um, okay. No, I'm. Uh, the only thing I know about that show is that Miranda Cosgrove is still pretty popular and that um, Josh Peck lost a lot of weight. Oh, no. Let's see. Yeah. Drake Bell, still great hair. God, it's going to come out. Oh, this is only a couple days ago. Shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. I'll tell you what, that's not good. You want to take it back now? Well, uh, wait, what did, what did I even say? Just Oh, I just said shout out to Drake and Josh. Yeah, no, you just said shout out Drake. You said I'd shout out Drake Bell and shout out Josh. Shout out, like, Josh. you should probably take that back. Shout out, Josh. Disavow Drake, shout out. 
uh, did you know that the the Neds? Did you ever watch Neds Declassified? You, I hope you yes. did. Yeah, I did. It, yeah, I did. it gets pretty popular on TikTok. Yeah, and they're not going to bring it back. I know. I was hoping you saw that one. He was so happy, but uh, Nickelodeon's just being a bunch of cucks. So that's fun. I'm I, I'm I'm kind of surprised, but I'm not at the same time that they aren't doing just like a spinoff of it and just like giving it to a different network. See, I. I am slightly surprised. Only but I don't know the rules about this, truthfully. Well, it, Nickelodeon would have to sign, well, in turn, Viacom would have to sign over the rights. And then, I mean, do you give the same actors another shot? Is they, mm-hmm. they wanted to take it in a different way, but um, let's see here. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It also surprises me, though, because they're making sequels of everything. Yeah, it's true. They are. So what the hell are we doing? We give the good things sequels, please, instead of Star Wars eight and nine, that were not good, not good. Although I will say, the only thing I like about that trilogy was that it gave us the second or third coolest lightsaber, depending upon your rankings. Third, third. I hope third. you. Have same, I hope you have the same top two as me, Dark Maul. And then uh, Mace Windu. Is that Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Purple's unreal. Yeah, we're there. We're, we're in the same boat. Love that. All right. So um, what, what do you – are we expecting a Brooklyn-Philly or Brooklyn-Atlanta? I'm expecting Brooklyn-Philly. I have, I, I, I have placed a wager, and I, have, I fully believe that it's going to be Philly in six. Okay. Yeah, you think – I think Atlanta wins one more at home, and then that's it. I was gonna say, do you think they figured it out? Yeah, which is just the guard guard Trey Young show. Yep. Um, jazz clips. Clippers, because everyone says that they're dead. Okay, well, I love that. Um, I'll take the Jazz. Why not? Um. Phoenix, Denver. I've got the Suns, but that's not really like a huge. They're up 2 0. It's not like I'm reinventing the wheel or anything here. So that's true. That's true. Well, we'll come back next week and we'll have answers, I think. That we will. That we will. Um, okay. Coach K, farewell tour. We talked about it a little bit uh, last week, but what do you what do you think is going to be one of the craziest gifts that he gets, or will he not get anything like that crazy? Yeah, he'll get gifts. It's just going to be, but it's going to be a gift from one of the non conference teams that he scheduled. So like a Mercer or like a or, or like a, a North Carolina A and T or um, oh, what other cup Furman. Um, one of those schools um, that's going to give him like a chair or something. Um, so, so probably one of those. Um, I think I'd be, I think I'd be pretty surprised if uh, anybody gave him anything nice considering that they aren't going to play him. Do you just imagine that we just go like in the NCAA tournament and each school gives him a gift in the NCAA tournament. It's just like, what are we doing? I hope so. And I hope that he's forced to carry it around. <laughs> Like he just has to roll the chair around or like, 
They 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 give out the huge frame. It's, like, it's just a massive backpack of of things that he gets. <laughs> so like if he plays Hawaii, he gets a surfboard. Oh, if he yeah. plays <laughs> surfboards, getting carried around, you bet your ass it is. That's awesome. I love. Um, it. It, it. I don't care if Duke does not win a game next season. If they don't yeah. win any games, they're making the tournament. Um, they have. If if they don't win any games, they're not going to make. The they're game. in. They're getting in. They're pushing it. They're pushing it through for the coach K farewell tour. They're just not. <laughs> I don't know how else to tell you. I don't know what this logic is you speak of, but I don't. They're, they're just. They're just not. Um. Get 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 him away from my house. Thank you. You know what? Let me. Let me see if I can. Um, I guess it's got to be twenty one twenty two record. Yeah. Or schedule, I should say. Yeah. Oh, so we don't know much about. We're going full capacity. Oh, no way. Does Duke get to play some of the A10 teams this year? Um, if they do, it's probably Davidson because it's right freaking there. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's not giving me anything because they're not really announced yet, apparently. So, I will say, I hope that one of the teams he plays, you know, outside of the ACC, like you mentioned, would be like the, like like a soldier or a knight, and they just give him a weapon. I just wanted to have a weapon. He plays Rutgers. <laughs> oh, my God. I hope he plays Nebraska, and he's gifted a bushel of corn. That'd be funny. Would be or or like somebody or he plays or he plays Iowa and actually and gets an actual hawk eye. Was... <laughs> you took it a step farther. I was gonna say they give him live animals on the court, and you're like, no, no. he plays he plays Michigan in Michigan and gets Wolverine claws. <laughs> that would be very cool. <laughs> that would be super cool. I'd be all in on that. Oh jeez, I think Juan's down for that. Why the hell not? Yeah, and apparently it says he has, you know, news articles. He has no interest in NBA coaching job, Coach K or Dwan Howard. I wouldn't either, man. Give me. Get that shit out of here. Yeah. Okay. How excited are we for for the positive? See, this is this is why I hate speculation because now the uh college football playoff committee is going to discuss 12 teams yes there's nothing said in stone twitter's on fire like it's already been decided um it has not been i hate it's guy it has not been this seems like when you're in a contract negotiation and you're like i want to make a hundred thousand dollars a year and they're like we'll give you 60 and you'll live with it i i appreciate what you're saying by that but i i'm gonna i'm just gonna say just just plan on it being 12. I no, I want there to be 12. I'm just I'm just saying plan on it being 12. <laughs> Don't it's shoot good. the messenger. Just I'm just saying plan on it being 12. It's gonna be damn good. Yeah, I agree. Now you know what sucks though? Is they're like, let's just take last year, for example. 
you wouldn't have had any other national championship scenario. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you put them on the board. Really doesn't. They would have just reamed through everybody anyway. So that being said, though, one thing that NCAA loves more than their players, they love more than the fans, they love more than themselves, is money. Yep. And you bet your ass. I, I assume that they're going to what? They're going to, like, start calling things. So, like, the Orange Bowl will be one of these games, like the um, – I would I would say go into the assumption that what is already current bowl games will just be swallowed up into the CFP. That's what I thought so too. I don't know how down they're going to go. Like the Alamo Bowl is. <laughs> no, I think it's I think it's just going to be because it's going to be twelve. So figure that's going to be six games. Right. Yeah, but then you have more on top of that. Hold on, hold on. Let me do this 12 math. Twelve goes to six and six. So yeah, you're right. The first round is six games. All right, so these two play, play here. These two play, play here. Do that, man. Play here. These two play, play here. You got these two playing, these two playing, and these two playing. Then you got these two playing. It doesn't make any sense, actually. 12? Hey, 12. I don't think 12 makes sense. One, one, two, three, four, five, six. Multiples of four make sense. E does it? Folks, I'm reaching into my handy dandy notebook. Oh yeah, it does. No, 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 it doesn't. If it doesn't, Two, first round buys. Four, six. <coughs> Sorry, folks. Wait, hold on. Um, I may have miscounted. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, I miscounted. Hold on, I gotta do this again. I gotta do this again. I'm writing I'm drawing this. Out. I'm drawing this out. I'm physically drawing this out. I am as well. And if I just started and I beat you, you're I'm taking your degree. You can go ahead and just do that already. That's fine. <laughs> that is crazy now. Like you can once once you had a job, you can switch career paths. Okay. Yep. Well, it doesn't make sense. You're under, you end up with three. No, what they've got to do is it's got to be all on one side got to be all on one side yes yeah i just did that then you end up with three so you didn't do them opposite oh yeah you did do them on the three so that means then top four get a buy do top four have to get a buy you would think so right two one and two get a buy four five six Seven, eight, Somebody already knows this, and they're ten, pounding their head against the wall right now. Twelve. Yeah. Yeah, top four have to get by. Yep. You did it. Congratulations. Top four get a buy. Hire me. Somebody. So I guess that makes sense then, right? Because then you would end up still with – all right, these are the top four teams. Right, so let's say that – yeah, I, I'm, I'm in this too. Well, all right, I wouldn't go that far, but yeah. No, that's too. how it goes. That's one half of it. Right. I, I agree with that.
There is 11 bowl games then with these 12 teams. 11. Five on each side, national championship makes 11. So that means you need to uh, cir- circumvent, like you said, suck up 10 bowls because I don't think the national right. So then you take so then you take the New Year's six. Yep. So that's six. You just need to find four more. Who, who's it going to be? You already have you already have your circulation of the final two, which is good. Give me Goodyear and Alamo, baby. That's that's some Midwest shit. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. Hold on, ready? I'm gonna solve this right now. Okay. Faster than I solved the other one. Okay. All right, so you're gonna have your New Year's six, which already has two bowls in it that go to that go towards it. So you'll have Outback, Citrus, yeah, Fiesta, Are you writing these Rose, down? and Sugar. Okay, so that's your six. Then you'll probably get Orange. And cotton. Yes. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six. six. That's. Wait, where's my eighth? Hold on. Where's my eighth? Do you lose it already? Oh, peach, peach, peach is the other one. Peach is the other one. Okay. So these are your eight. So you have eight. So you really just need. What? Three more. Four more. Yes. So I would say then you take, ooh, this is going to be interesting. I think you take the Gator Bowl. Okay. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what the last one will be. I think you have some pretty good candidates here. I'm not going to lie. You're going to 100%. I think no. I think I think the final two should just be a throw in for any of them, right? Because you can do What do you mean? What final two? Oh, bowl games? Oh, you want you yeah. want to circulate? Yeah, because you can do like the LA Bowl because it'll be played at that huge LA stadium. Yes. You can do. Is Jerry World getting one again? Jerry World has. Well, Jerry World, I think, has the Texas Bowl. Okay. Wait, the Texas Bowl? Yeah. But they already have the Cotton Bowl. Oh. So, so here's, so here's kind of the mental map that I'm doing in my head right now, right? So it's like the Music City Bowl is in Nashville. That would be fun. The Duke's Mail Bowl is in Charlotte. They already do the ACC Championship game. That makes sense. Hawaii Bowl. The Alamo Bowl is in Houston, so that would make sense. Cheese It Bowls at a baseball stadium, New Era Pinstripe Bowls at a baseball stadium, and the Fenway Bowls at a baseball stadium. So that could be fun. Uh, over oh, three. No way they're doing either of those. Oh, I agree. They're not doing it. I'm just saying that could be fun. Oh, yeah. Most certainly. Um, Liberty Bowls in Memphis, that could be fun. At, you, you, you'll, see, you'll see that pop up. Meineke Car Care Bowl. <laughs> um, the Armed Forces Bowl, maybe. Idaho Potato Bowl, maybe. Unlikely, but maybe. 
Boca Raton Bowl. That's what I need. Yeah, you Bahamas do. Bahamas Bowl. Nope, I solved it all. It's the Bahamas Bowl. Hell yes. But you you have some interesting names you can just swap in and out there, right? That's that's kind of how I'm viewing this. Yes. Unless they just just do away with it and just say, all right, this is the CFP semi. Yeah, well, I think that they're going to start with, uh, like, for those bottom ones that you started describing, like, so it would be, you know. So, like, the four versus six seed, essentially, that those games are going to get uh, rotated. The names of those are going to get rotated. So, Idaho will have one at some point in time, I can see. But I think uh, it's going to be like the United Nations Security Council. You're just going to have a steady six or eight, and then the other couple are getting rotated. Probably, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right, because then you would get – I'm just doing this right now. Everybody happy. That means everybody gets paid. Right. So let's say you got out, sit – Peach, Gator, Rose, Cotton, Orange, Sugar. That leaves you with Fiesta. There you go. And also um, randomly, but. Oh, uh, no, you would have Fiesta and Orange. Yeah. Okay. You're fine. You're fine. I literally just named every single one. I just did this out. You named, I just named every single one. Yes. So it'd be, so it'd be. Yeah, you just set them all, dude. Ah, oh, shit, people, he froze. Oh, no. We'll see if we get him back. Well, well, he's gone. Dak Prescott is now signed from. Uh, on to Jordan brand. He left Adidas. So people really don't leave Nike to go to Jordan. They just kind of get like a promotion, like a weird promotion, like Brad Stevens going from coach to GM. Like it doesn't feel right, but it's still there. So uh, Dax loved Adidas, which is actually making a comeback. So that sucked for him. Um, signing with Jordan, great for him at the same time, because he is the only Jordan brand QB, which is pretty damn special. And then at the same point in time, he will be the highest paid NFL player on the Jordan Brand roster. Ooh. Ooh, I'll tell you what, that is a great deal for him, folks. And uh, yeah, I, that's all I gotta say. Let me tell you, he's not gonna be one. Sean Watson. Ooh. Also, I think I think by the Texans having not doing a mini camp, I think that's really bad. Or is that the Packers that's doing that? One of them is just not doing a mini camp. Literally, it's the Texans and the 49ers. So, come on, guys. 49ers make sense, though. What keep people getting healthier? Yes. Texans don't even have a team. Texans, play- Texans makes no sense to me, truthfully, because it's like new coach, new system. You don't have a quarterback right now. It makes no sense to me. But it shouldn't. They said that they got in enough reps that they didn't need a mini camp. Bullshit. Bullshit. Okay, so, all right. So then they knew that coming into this, that Tyrod Taylor was their starter. Okay. That's fine. I'm okay with that. It's going to be it. Do, do they just quit? Who does who just quit? If they were to like, if they were to like move cities, 
or like rename themselves? Do you think that they can just like quit for a couple of years? I mean, maybe. I think they want to. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know what else they want. So maybe to play football, maybe. Who knows? Um, okay. Keep it going on here. Um, did we say, did we see the worst segment in uh, television history with will Archie Manning be the best Manning? Is that the, was that the worst segment of all time? Or was Jim Everett punching Jim Rohn? No, that is, that was the best segment of all time. But I mean, what a hypothetical. Now, who are the Titans? <laughs> I don't like you right now. Matt's cutting in and out. <laughs> uh, it's got to be AFC title or bust, right? For Tennessee? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, te- it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. AJ Brown, AJ Brown is going to have a top 12, you know what? I'm going to say top 10 year in fantasy points. He now is no longer double teamed. He has Julio to help him out. Are you saying that because of Derek? Nope. I'm saying that because Calvin Ridley exists now. Does Tannehill prefer tight ends? Hmm? Does Tannehill prefer tight ends? No, I don't think Tannehill prefers tight ends. I think it's just one of those things where it's like you you kind of look at that offense and say, Derrick Henry is still there. Yeah. So he's sucking up most of what they do because they're a run-first team. Well, so your, your take is like mine on steroids because you're like, well, AJ's going to be covered, Derrick's going to be double or triple teamed, and Julio's going to be covered. So Ridley's just going to run right, right around. Well, Ridley is also on a different team. Well, then why did you say that? You can because I think now he's going to be a top ten wide receiver. Oh, okay. I think Ridley's going to be a top ten wide receiver now because of the presence of Kyle Pitts. And if Kyle Pitts is a tight end first player, I think he's especially going to be a yeah a top ten wide receiver because he's the only wide receiver. That's why I say that. Okay. You had me like a big dum dum. You had me confusing because Will Compton was on Pat McAfee today. Yeah, come on. Yeah, Ferkser. That's why I was confusing. That's the Titans tight end. Yes. So he, he could easily have a great year, too. But yes. the Browns saw the same problem where unless you own Nick Chubb on your fantasy team, everybody else saw decreases. Hooper, OBJ for obvious reasons, Landry, uh, and Joku, everybody saw a decrease. I mean, more Ferraris you got in the garage, you can't drive them all. Yeah. So that's this man's hot take right there. So. I think we've I – had, I had a list of so much shit. I had John Rahm on here. I don't even know if we want to talk about that. I don't know if that's even worth discussing. That's just sad. Yeah. That's just sad. 
it was there it was a it, it was a uh and he knew at this moment he fucked up moment when after they told him that he went and got the first shot which is hilarious to me i mean good for him honestly oh not good for his wallet that was 1.7. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to talk about that. Just sheesh down the green. Positive vibes only. My positive vibes is that hopefully the Astros never win another game. It's the positive vibes I like to put out in the world. Okay. There you go. I think that's it. That's all I had. I was, I wrote down so much shit. There's even stuff we didn't talk about, like Hasbro. Love that dude. Uh, you're more hung up on him than I am. Like I, I still kind of need an explanation of who he is. Do you think he has like the Andy Milanakis thing? I don't even know who it is. You you talk to me like I know who he is, and I just openly said I have no idea who he is. Um, I really don't know how he got on the internet to be honest with you, but he's this like 19 year old kid. He's like two and a half feet tall, legitimately. Um, and he calls himself Baby Khabib. And there, oh, I know how it was. Sports Center put up a video of him punching Khabib. Oh, okay. That's how he got out there. It was either that or Bleacher Report, one of the two. And ever since then, that man has been on a rocket ship defense. Okay. He likes boxing and guns and stuff like that. It's just very fun. All right. I, I believe it. I'm just I, I that shark until until this morning had no idea who that was. That star is burning brightly and quickly, and that's okay. I still kind of don't. But I don't know what he does for a living. I assume like content creator, because he sure as shit is not a fighter. Right. So, yeah, I, I don't know what you want from me on that one. I, I don't I, – I still – I have less than you. Okay. That's fine. I just think he's incredible. Like, the, the means to come out of this are un, unreal. Then that's a win for humanity. That it is. Um, speaking of viral memes, do you remember the Candy Mountain, Charlie? Candy Mountain, Charlie. Candy Mountain, yeah. You, you, dude, you've been on the no. You've been on the internet just as long as me. Shut up. I, yeah, but that would involve me paying attention to the internet, which I don't do. You would have been in like seventh grade. Mm, then no, was not in the internet in seventh grade. All right, I'm just gonna DM you the link. Please do. And with that, I got nothing else. I mean, this is – you want to talk about a fastball today. You're angry. I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. Okay, see, now I get that one. <laughs> Took you fucking long enough. I, I, you to, you're just throwing things at me like I just know everything in the world. I really don't. Yeah, I, guess it, I guess this is a bad thing because it shows how much I live on the internet. Mm, not, though. I mean, we all live in the internet. I just live in a different space than you do. Okay. 
See? Okay, so if I were to, let's see. So if I were to drop like a, a J on rat reference, are you going to get it then? I botched that one pretty bad. I, nope. Not a clue. He's uh, you're, you're embarrassing me at this point. He's the TSN guy. I thought you liked TSN. Oh. Like the fake sports center almost. You, you, I, I did not, I did not hear. I, I heard something completely different at the end of that. Okay. Yes. It's not Jay and Dan anymore. It's just, it's just Jay. Ooh. Dan, Dan is gone. Sad. Well, not like gone, gone, right? Not gone, gone, but just gone. All right. That's fine. Just we broke up the band. It happens. Yeah. A any parting words? I guess I just got to do a better job on the internet. So uh, maybe I need to do less of a job on the internet. So I, you say potato, I say tomato. Well, I'm gonna go trivia. I hope that uh, whenever you're listening to this, folks, you're having a beer, you're enjoying yourself. It's the weekend. It's Friday. Whatever. Get weird with it. Get weird, people. Get weird. See you guys soon. Peace.